Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us than any other place on the planet. For those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency, I am so grateful and so thankful for your care and for your love. The meeting of the inner circle is always intended to provide us with an opportunity to be reminded of the blessedness in being. It's an opportunity for us to get beyond all of the issues of divisiveness under this world-conquering rampage of depopulation and genocide that has us in a place and space where there's always this competitiveness and always these issues that people are always exalting to put us in a place where we are not living in harmony with ourselves, with life itself, with the creatures and with the laws that govern us. And we feel as though we can hold these ones over here to be offensive and guilty for their wickedness, for their wars, for their shootings, for their doing all that they do to oppress. But then we have duty, obligation, and responsibility to that which beats our heart and that which breathes us to care to be in alignment with life itself. And with the order of existence, in knowing that we're here to exalt a full life's urge, and that no one is licensed, certified, or degreed to be the perpetuators of sickness, illness, and disease as livelihood. And because the system of things has signed off through capitalism to allow ones and ones to go to work every day doing that which really need not be done in the perpetuation of sickness, illness, and disease through the marketing, the advertising, the manufacturing, the distribution of the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, artificially colored, artificially flavored, neutral sweet, aspartamate-laden, carbonated beverages, white sugar, and their products, and all of this stuff that the body cannot utilize, cannot recognize as food, and is therefore laying foundation for cellular oppression and having us in a place and space where it becomes next to impossible to care to be rightly aligned with that which allows us to breathe, that beats our hearts, that that is the totality of all there is is existence itself, and we are ignoring the order of existence and feeling entitled to be out of order, feeling entitled to do that which undermines our own cellular functioning, to be in feeling entitlement, to support one's own oppression, to facilitate sickness, illness, and disease under the lie that we're supposed to be dying from something anyway, so you might as well enjoy the process. Because... No matter what you do, you got to die anyway, so you might as well enjoy killing yourselves. And when you hear this, you know that it's illogical. You know that it makes no sense at all. 
But until we come to a point and place where we take our opportunity to really stand forward on behalf of life itself and to realize that we as these living intelligences cannot support the violation, the subjugation, the domination, the usurpation, the capitalization, the castration of, of other beings and then feed off their body parts, their carcasses, their body fluids, their fetuses and be a healthy people. And for us to continue to exalt this lie that we have to have protein based upon the liars telling that because these are their businesses and that it has benefited nobody. And now that there is an opportunity to realign ourselves with the truth that as these living, intelligent, points of absolute and supreme presence, that there is that which is ideal for perpetuating, facilitating optimum cellular functioning, to give us leverage over a system that intends that we have no leverage over the system of things. And to understand that there are so many ones who have good hearts, but good hearts that are pumping dirty blood become diseased hearts. And it's very difficult, if not impossible, to truly walk in the fullness of oneself. when one is supporting one's own cellular oppression by feeding off the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, artificially colored, artificially flavored, neutral sweet aspartamelating, alcoholic and carbonated beverages, and all of this stuff that the body cannot utilize and does not recognize as food. And for as many of the documentaries that are available now on YouTube and Netflix, and for as many voices that are talking about uh, eating a plant-based diet, and for as many ones who are exalting the right of these animals to have their freedom, and there are very few who are really exalting the reality that you can't just change your diet, that you have to really be intensely intentional in doing the cellular cleansing because the nitrates, the nitrites, the BHA, the BHT, the preservatives, the pesticide, the herbicide, the antibiotic, and the hormonal residues, plus all of these other chemicals, that were in the skin creams, the soaps, and all of that is now concentrated and saturating your brain, your organs, your tissues, your glands, and changing your diet does not get all of that out, which is why you're finding that those who have become vegan or vegetarian or whatever are still having issues of sickness, illness, and disease. 
because the sickness, illness, and disease was there with the meat, the dairy, the eggs, the chicken, the fish, the alcohol, the tobacco, and all of that. And if you do not know how to facilitate the cellular cleansing, then you don't get the benefit of having done it. The methodology of our oppression is oppression at the cellular level so that the methodology of liberation has to happen at the cellular level. So we have to move beyond the thought that it's the politics or the politics. To move beyond the thought that we can get signatures and appeal to the United Nations and charge the United States with genocide when the United Nations understand that it's a global genocide. And ones and ones are participating with it. And the people themselves, we ourselves are having to take responsibility for realigning ourselves, our own hearts, our own bodies, our own minds, and our own bloodstreams with the light of absolute and supreme intelligence that beats our hearts and breathes us. Because when you have a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide, and you have realized that there are those who have been completely corruptible, completely out of alignment because they never really got it themselves. There are those who are motivated by different levels of, of personal ambition that puts them in a place where they have applied themselves in the way that they've applied themselves to the things that they have applied themselves to in terms of their education, in terms of their career advancements, in terms of their occupations and their preoccupations. But the purpose in existence is truly to be self-actualizing, self-realizing, and harmonized within the laws of existence so that we are clearing our lifetimes of karmic debt, that we are coming to a point and place where we are aligning ourselves with the intelligence of existence, the laws of existence, so that we are consciously caring to be qualified for continuance in existence as conscious immortals. And no, the majority of the people may not come to this thought by themselves. But they didn't get to the thoughts that they have by themselves. Because there are all kinds of programs that are running. Television programs, radio programs, educational curriculums and programming. You understand that the people have been completely programmed towards one thing or the other. But the bottom line is that the lie that we're supposed to be dying is the program that has to be rebuked, revoked, and we have to take responsibility for coming into that thought of knowing who we are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence, caring to be all that we are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence, and knowing that we're dwelling in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, that we are already in paradise. We are already dwelling in the realm of eternity. This is heaven. And that the earth that we dwell upon is as big as the period at the end of a sentence in relationship to the rest of this universe. 
and within the realm of the cosmic, which is beginningless and endless. There are an infinitude of universes, and everything and all things are held and exist by virtue of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And our being at odds with anyone is to be at odds with it, and you cannot win this. Being at odds with yourself, with the truth of your own being directly. People want to pray for peace and meditate for peace, but peace and truth is absolute love, accomplished love. And love is the harmony of being, the harmony of existence, a full effort in acknowledging the divinity of being. the preciousness of life. And exalting the right of all beings to have the right to their lives. And that there is order in existence. And that in order for us to really prosper, then we have to be committed to invoking, calling forth, cultivating and developing the wealth of ourselves and ourselves. We're in a now moment of eternity that is requiring us to be fully committed to living lawfully, lovingly, caringly, compassionately, mercifully. And government and roles of government does not absolve anyone of the responsibility to function harmoniously with the laws of existence. And because all of life and all of the law is lawful, then those who are the violators, the perpetuators of sickness, illness, disease, and death, this legislation and livelihood and capitalization and whatnot, there is no true prosperity with it. Because the end result is the tragic date with fate that is death. And there's a program that's running where people feel entitled to be killing themselves, feel as though God has given them the free will to choose death. And now another message from our WRFG Public Affairs Bulletin Board. On February 25th, 2023, the Community Aid and Development Corporation and Malcolm X Grassroots Movement's annual commemoration program will be honoring Dr. Matulu Shakur, freedom fighter, with our Lifetime Achievement Kujichakulia Self-Determination Award for his tireless service to secure human rights for new African black people and all other populations oppressed and exploited. Dr. Shakur, a target of the FBI's infamous COINTELPRO, was recently released after being held as a political prisoner for 36 years. This event and webinar is a fundraiser to assist Dr. Shakur in meeting his urgent medical needs. Ras Aras Levi, Atlanta activist and radio host, is our Ujima Collective Work and Responsibility Award recipient. Webinar registration information and contributions 
can be found at MalcolmXBanquet.com. That's MalcolmX, B-A-N-Q-U-E-T.com. Community Aid and Development Corporation is a 501c3 corporation. No judgment, they say. But why should there be programs running to encourage people to accept that they should be killing themselves? And that feeding and consuming that which has no life, nothing that the body needs, is something that is being perpetuated to masses of people. It is not the will of God. For ones and ones to think that they have the right to be wrong and to perpetuate sickness, illness, disease, and death as livelihood. To perpetuate sickness, illness, disease, and death as multi-trillion dollar business without creating a tragic date with fate. So we're in a now moment where we have to realize that there's already karmic debt as a result of the violations against Mother Earth, Mother Nature, her soils, and the souls that have come here. The Aboriginal, the Indigenous, the Natives. Those who are constituted as humanity as well as humankind. There is no one who has been authorized by the will of existence, the laws of existence, or that which is the will of God. To perpetuate lies, murder, entrapment, incarceration, militarism. And then, that's what people are involved with six days a week and then on the seventh day or the first day depending on where you're counting from then you go to you go to church or you go to the mosque or you go to the temple but every other day you're in violation of the primary law of your own being and we think that our sinfulness our having the right to be wrong will not create tragedy when we are witnessing the travesty in men, the progenitor of lineages, and wombed men, the perpetuator of lineages, feeling entitled to be occupied and preoccupied in careers that are poisoning children. Until we begin to have real conversations about the issues of of our existence, until we begin to take full responsibility for our healing, until we come to a point where we really are knowing that the professional ones, those who are professing to know, are speculating 
hesitating, inebriating and intoxicating themselves after their work day. And acting as if they've got it all together and they've figured this thing out. But until we stop having access to death, then no, they haven't figured anything out yet. And you don't need to trust them. You can trust them to know that they will continue to pull your body parts, continue to support the subjugation, the domination, the incarceration, the violation, all of this that puts us in a place and space where we have failed to exalt a full life's urge, fail to honor and to be a glory unto life itself, fail to really invoke and call forth the greatness of the lineages that we represent, fail to have laid the proper foundation for the continuation of and the exaltation of the divinity of existence, failed to have done anything that we're supposed to be doing here as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. We should not be dying at all. And there are those who say they believe in eternal life and that they've received the salvation of eternal life through the blood of Jesus. But then they continue to feed off the flesh of pigs and turkeys and chickens and salmon and, and, and all other creatures. And this is the major violation that charges itself upon the blood. When the work is the due diligence in the clearing, cleansing, consecration, infusing every atom and every cell of your being with the truth of who you be is this point of an absolute and supreme intelligence. It doesn't matter what hue of people you are. We are each gifted with the breath of life, each gifted with the divinity of existence itself. We should not be killing ourselves and working on behalf of sickness, illness, disease, and death as a livelihood. thinking that there's some prosperity in it. There's no prosperity in it. The storms are brewing. The feces that's being dumped into the waters and streams as a result of the slaughterhouses and feedlots that are producing hundreds of tons of feces being dumped into the waters and streams and the tons of blood that is being spilled into the underground water tables of the earth through the sewage of these places, that we cannot be in such violation of the primary law of existence and be all right. And that it's not really the flesh and blood that you really love, it's the seasonings that's coming from the plant life, the herbs. The peppers, the salts, the things that are really intelligent, they provide us what we need to help clear and cleanse ourselves, to nourish ourselves. But these people, it seems like they have to ruin everything, to bastardize and usurp the intelligence of absolutely everything. And the people who institute stupidity, as 
popular and common activity is a people who really do not deserve to be followed or trusted because they are not proper leadership. And in this now moment, the real leadership has to come from the depths of your own care to be rightly aligned with that which beats your heart and breathes you, that has the earth spinning in flotation and rotation with the orchestration of these other planets, these great forces that influence us. But we have to come to a point and place where we care to be cleared and cleansed and purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified. We cannot work ourselves to death and think that there is some prosperity when we are here to cultivate the wealth of ourselves and our talents, our skills, our abilities, so that we are sharing in our holistic contribution to being, that every nation and race of people has their gifts, and it is for everybody to function in harmony with the ways and the of love that is light. And you may think that, oh, well, it'll never happen where everybody on the planet is in love with living. Well, that's the way that people are going to have to get to because otherwise there was no way to be continued in existence without a love for living. Because when you have a love for killing, and you have a love for murdering, you have a love for lying, and you have a love for, for undermining the rights of children to have the rights to their lives, then you have the right to die and to be disqualified for being continued in existence for who knows how long when, or when we're already in the realm of eternity. Being glib about having to die from something is stupidity. Because you'll never have anything greater than yourself. And you're here to realize the greatness of yourself. And you cannot realize it just because you can play music and you can uh, regurgitate information and you can get and be degreed to do all of these things that you do when you are not exalting life itself and honoring the gift that is life itself. We're in a now moment of eternity. We should always be in a now moment of eternity, celebrating, exalting, enhancing, uplifting, enriching, dancing, singing, creating, doing that which blesses the lives of everything and everybody particularly those through whom we've come, those who've come through us, and those who've yet to come. There's a right way to live that perpetuates rightness, prosperity, beauty, the depth and heights of existence and love, and you can choose it. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. Thank you.
thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning for the very first time, I welcome you and give thanks that you are present with us Thursday nights. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you so much for caring to be right here with us. For those of you who are my inner circle, the inner circle, I am so grateful and so thankful that you care to consistently tune in and hopefully be inspired and motivated to commit to being more of the all that you are and all of the more that you are as living, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of absolute and supreme intelligence. The day and time in which we're living is just so auspicious, but we are destined and fated to have to say goodbye to so many ones who we care for and we love because they're not necessarily loving themselves, loving their being. And we have been socialized to have appetites for things that are not healthy for us. We've been socialized to be in a place where we rejoice in what we think is the comfort of creating sickness, illness, and disease. And it's a conversation that I consistently bring forward because everywhere I go, I'm seeing more and more and more people who are not well, who don't look well. They don't look like they feel good at all. And because of the heaviness of their bodies, the spirit is also heavy. And we have to realize that our bodies are designed by the intelligence of existence, designed perfectly and functions perfectly. And that perfection in and of itself is an inherent part of existence. And our socialization has put us in a place where we are not acknowledging the perfection of existence, nor are we respecting the functioning of our bodies or understanding the duty, obligation, and responsibility we have to consciously cultivate our spiritual, emotional, mental reality so that we are walking in the virtue of character that is consistent with who we are as these points of the presence of God. The perfection of existence has a soul that every being, regardless of how small or how large, regardless of whether they creep or crawl or fly or have their being within the earth, upon the earth or beyond the earth, within the mountaintops, within the valleys, within the deserts, every being is an intelligence of existence and every being exalts a full life's urge. They know their food, they excrete their waste, they know their kind, they perpetuate themselves. And they will respond correctly and directly when they sense that their lives are being threatened. And those of us who are living in this now moment as human beings, as those who refer to ourselves as humanity or 
Humankind, it doesn't really matter the fact that we are these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence means that we should also be functioning intelligently in exalting a full life's urge, doing nothing to undermine ourselves or ourselves and to understand that ourselves are charged literally upon ourselves and it is our cellular functioning, the cellular functioning within our brains and our organs and our glands and our tissues and whatnot that allow us to function and to be optimally functioning. But being under a place in the space where we're being socialized to eat that which has no health benefits, no vitamins, well, I won't even say vitamins because vitamins are things that men have made up. You don't find vitamins in the soil. And our bodies require life force. Our bodies require oxygenation. It requires hydration. It requires mineralization, alkalization in order for us to function well. And to realize that liberation is something that most people are not realizing we should be asking for, but we get what we ask for. No matter how little it is, we should really want the best for ourselves and be willing to do whatever it takes to be in the best of ourselves. And so I'm the one to encourage us to understand that whatever our conditions and situations that we have opportunity to take full control of ourselves, to take full control by really caring to commit to our living commit to honoring the intelligence of, of our being, commit to doing the clearing and the cleansing, the purification, so that we are completely renewed and rebirthed to understand that our morals and our ethics are going to be a reflection of the quality of nutrient and deficiency in which we are as a result of what we're giving unto ourselves, what we're bringing into our bodies, what is being charged upon our blood. We are in a now moment of eternity where the intelligence of our being is caring to exalt a full life's urge, why would we not want to be well? Why would we not want to be healthy? Why would we be flirting with death on a day-to-day basis, not knowing what death really is and how long we'll be dead? But this is a part of what the programming has been, what the agenda of capitalism and divisiveness and depopulation and genocide. And so a lot of people don't want to really get that serious and they say, oh, well, Adam is really not that serious. Even It's even more serious than we've even begun to imagine. When you are in a sea of sickness, illness, and disease and everybody that you know is having high blood pressure, diabetes, obesity, sarcoidosis, lupus, autism, all kinds of autoimmune deficiencies and all of this. I'm just saying is that there is no joy and happiness that we can have when we are not well and we're watching the people that we love commit suicide, homicide, genocide, participating as a part of a world-conquering rampage to have us divided within ourselves, within ourselves. And so our being warred against requires us to have a stronger conversation than just being vegetarian, 
because the vegetarianism is a necessity, but now you have an industry that is health and wellness, and 90% of what we can find in the health food stores does not bring us greater life. It does not facilitate the quality of clearing and cleansing that needs to happen as a result of 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years of doing nitrates and nitrites, all kinds of preservatives and artificial colors and artificial flavors that were permeating the meat, the dairy, the eggs, the chicken, the fish, and all of these other things that we have consumed all of our lives. We are in a now moment that requires us to really care to get intensely intentional about reversing whatever the situations are to realize that the arthritis, the rheumatism, the gout, the heart disease, the diabetes, whatever it is can be reversed and you can be completely freed so that the intelligence of your existence, the intelligence of your being has been completely free to function as intelligence does in harmony with the whole of itself in being whole. But we can only get what we ask for and nobody can do for us what we're not willing to do for ourselves. There's no spirit beings, no angels, guides or guardians, no gods or goddesses anywhere that can heal us when we are not reaching for that which is healing. So pray as we might for healing when we keep reaching for that which is creating sickness, illness, and disease. And that's why I am always consciously encouraging us to value our lives, to get to a point and place where we really want to walk in the fullness of our own authenticity, to be under the authority of absolute light, absolute love, absolute wisdom, and absolute truth, so that we do not come under the auspices of other ones who do not have our best interests at heart. And when we look at government, and we look at the prison industrial complex, and we look at the military industrial complex and we realize how much sickness illness and disease there is and the pharmaceutical companies and and the hospitalizations and all of this then understand that our empowerment is in our own hands we cannot follow a system that has legislated and perpetuated sickness illness and disease as livelihood We cannot prosper when we do not honor the laws of God. We cannot prosper just because we have paper, we have currency, we have access to things when we do not have light and love enough to care to honor the legacy of the lineages that we represent and to be in a place where it really matters to us that we are thriving in our living, that we are loving and forgiving, that we embody and exemplify the quality of character and virtues that is essential in terms of our being these points of that absolute and supreme intelligence that is the presence and the intelligence of all beings everywhere. And as wound men, it is our duty, obligation, and responsibility to facilitate the wholeness, to bring the healing, to be about enhancing and uplifting and nourishing and nurturing and 
really facilitating the greater good and the growth and the unfoldment and exalting the laws that govern life. But this is not what we've been given in terms of our education, in terms of our religious training and whatnot. So we have to reach for it. We have to apply ourselves to it because otherwise, if we never do that, which is truly in our own best interest in terms of what is required to facilitate health and wellness and the cellular integrity that allows us to function in the alignment with our angels, our guides, our guardians, our ancients, and our souls. And that means that we have not raised our children well. We did not feed them well. We did not prepare them for a life where they are being warred against. We have duty, obligation, and responsibility to get in a direct line of light so that we can be triumphant in our living as these points of that absolute and supreme intelligence where every atom and every cell of our being is completely activated, completely charged, completely enlivened, and completely cleared of all the violations, all of the chemical poisonings and whatnot, so that we remember that it is the spirit and the essence of the true and living God that dwells in these body temples. And by virtue of absolute law and absolute love and absolute wisdom and the opportunity that we have to do what previous generations and other ones did not know to do, did not see to do, did not think to do, we have the opportunity to do it, to accomplish it, to commit to living lawfully, lovingly, honorably, integrously, respectfully, reverently, treasuring and cherishing the gift of life and breath and heartbeat and respecting the right of other beings to have the right to their lives. And now a message from our Public Affairs Bulletin Board. On Saturday, February 25th, Beloved Communes Ochoa Forum, in partnership with WRFG, returns to the Little Five Points Community Center Cafe at 3 p.m. The forum will have food and a grounding exercise, then open the floor for a presentation. This forum's presentation topic is Paths Forward, Creating Connections Through the South River Forest. Joe Peary of the South River Forest Coalition will be discussing the movement to transform the old Atlanta prison farm into a public park, how it relates to the struggle to defend the Atlanta forest, and how our personal paths can lead to transforming our public spaces. The floor will be open for questions about the presentation and then move to open the space for other community members to share responses, criticisms, and alternative viewpoints. OCHOA stands for Our Community Hears One Another, and this is the objective for these gatherings. The aim is to create a space where a wide range of thought and ideas can be expressed, scrutinized, and cultivated. The environment will encourage open dialogue and communal participation while affording one another respect even when we fiercely disagree or our political understanding is still a work in progress. Once again, that's Saturday, February 25th at 3 p.m. at the Little Five Points Community Center Cafe, located at 1083 Austin Avenue Northeast and immediately follows the WRFG and Black Alliance for Peace, Black Power in Atlanta teach-in and workshop, taking place from 1 to 3 p.m. in the Harlan Joy Community Room. For more information, the email is office at wrfg.org or 404-523-3471. 
important to know that we were told not to kill, okay? So even though killing has become video game activity, even though killing has become the theme of so much warfare and so much uh, answer to the issues of governments and whatnot, that because killing is game and sport and pleasure, then we are dealing with a people who really have no rights to be continued in existence as being murderers and liars and usurpers and bastardizers. And those of us who are not doing the killing, then we should not be feeding off of the killed, the dead, the usurped, the bastardized, whether it's the chicken or the salmon or the crab or the crayfish or the lobster or the turkey or the hen or the pig or any of the other ones and all over the world you find that we have 20 billion animals on an annual basis who are being slaughtered and murdered for no good reason at all capitalism is not a good enough reason to consistently and continuously violate the primary laws of existence and then feed the carcasses of violated beings to other ones and to children as happy meals. And where we have so many spiritual religious institutions do, that do not exalt a dietary regime and regimen that is strictly vegetarian for the optimum cellular functioning of everybody. For the wholeness of life itself. To go into places and see people who are 100 and 150 and 200 pounds overweight carrying that kind of waste in their system. That means that nothing that they do is done really well. We are not thinking if we are not honoring our own gifts of life and breath and heartbeat. And those of us who are coming to those degrees of clarity and commitment where we are involved on a daily basis of doing our clearing and our consecrating, our praying and our asking, our knocking and our seeking and our flushing and our oxygenating and our, you know, mineralizing and doing all of that which we know to do to reverse any issues that we have that we may have created to do everything that is ours to do so that we are free of sickness, illness, disease, despair, depression, frustration, anguish, angst, and any of those other issues that we're being medicated for in terms of our psychoses, our bipolarism, our schizophrenia, our depression, our all of those things. You all, we are in a place and space where we are deficient in the nutrients, which is why we can have an acquired immune deficiency syndrome. You understand? Because we have been cultivated to have an appetite for that which has no life-giving substantive enhancement for ourselves. And so now we have to come to a point in place where we are willing to develop an appetite based on what is needed 
to really cleanse ourselves, liberate ourselves, nourish ourselves, so that we, the spirits that dwell in these temples, the bodies that we are in, being the temples of the spirit of the true and living God, that we have to come to that place and space where it matters to us to be in integrity with life itself. Because we get what we ask for. The laws are always in place, whether we are working them consciously or not. So if you're not working them consciously and you're not acknowledging the laws and how they function, then you are still impacted and affected by your ignorance of the laws. You're disobeying the laws. You're not acknowledging the laws because there is law still in effect. And that's why we see the consequences of the choices when we have consistently been reaching for the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, artificially colored, artificially flavored, monosodium glutamate laden, Splenda, Equal, all of this garbage that we so readily available on every corner up and down the street and in the basements of every church. We have to come to a point in place where it, this is not satisfactory. It's just not. And we will no longer participate in filling ourselves up with that which comes from McDonald's and Burger King and all these other places that have already proven that they do not have the wellness and the well-being and the health and and the real prosperity of the people at heart. Those businesses, those companies, those corporations that are literally perpetuating the sickness, illness, disease, and death deserve to die. To die out. We can no longer support them. And feel as though we have the right to truly prosper when we do not respect the richness and the wealth of ourselves that we're not consciously cultivating and developing ourselves. We're anesthetizing, inebriating, intoxicating, and feel as though that is the path of celebration for our birthdays, for our job promotions, for our holidays, our holidays that we are reaching for that which undermines our cellular functioning and the clarity of mind that we should have as the children of God. And when we care to be right, when we care to correct, when we care to really be empowered, when we care to stand forward, when we care to harmonize ourselves with the will of existence and the laws of God, then we can reverse any of these issues in just a little bit of time. You see how quickly the time is passing. Why would we not exalt a full life's urge? And it requires the commitment to do so. It requires the care to do so. It requires your being in a place where it matters that you are really getting it. You see the people, we get out and we, we're walking now, we're running now. We're trying to get the exercise. We get going to the gym and whatnot, but that's not really the, the real methodology of how to really lose the weight. We have to realize that the weight is literally excess waste in our systems and it is the evidence that we are consuming that which our bodies cannot utilize and cannot recognize as food. And even those who are not visibly overweight, as long as you 
are bringing artificially colored, artificially flavored, NutraSweet, and all of these chemicals, all of these sodas, all of this this, uh, meat and dairy and eggs and chicken, even if you're not gaining the extra weight, then understand that it is still the methodology of how to create disease. And it shows up. And because we have been socialized to be on the path of adulteration, we have been socialized to be creating sickness, illness, and disease. Now is our time to really acknowledge that, to really know that all of this that we see is because of how we have been socialized to eat and our not responding appropriately when we're ready for remedy. Because the remedy is not going to be found by going to the doctors. The remedy has to be by virtue of our change in our mind, our change in our choices, our change in our behavior, our change in how we're spending our money and how we or whether or not we are truly investing in ourselves and the cellular liberation that is a requisite for the healing and the wholeness of us as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of that absolute and supreme intelligence. We are not a body of parts. We are whole beings, whole spirits that dwell in these temples. And in order for us to really get it, we've got to deal with the whole thing. We've got to really be completely cleared and cleansed. The clearing is about your accepting the fact that you can forgive yourself and do that forgiveness work for whatever transgressions, whatever violations, whatever trespasses, whatever evil, whatever sickness, whatever you have done that has been a a source of pain to you or those that you have loved, then you have to accept the responsibility to forgive yourself and give thanks and ask for the forgiveness and be willing to forgive other ones. We have to lighten our emotional heart burdens. Because your heart is the altar of this temple that you dwell in. And you're being in a place and space where it matters to you to prepare yourself properly for the transition that is destiny. And that transition we all have to make, but it is a transition from the planet that should not be through death. It should not be through heart attack and stroke and sickness and illness and disease. And we are able to live our lives in a progressive, consistent state of ever-expanded consciousness and growth and unfoldment in the light of the truth of the all that we truly are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence that we refer to as God. At some point. You will be held accountable for how you've lived or not chosen to live. You will have to face yourself and your choices, but you also have to face the choices that your children are making as a result of what you did not give them and as a result of what you did give them. We have to take responsibility for the damage control that needs to be done now. We have to take responsibility for our empowerment so that we know that we're able to influence situations and circumstances towards the betterment and the, and the good of the whole of us on behalf of the wholeness 
of Mother Earth, Mother Nature, all of her creatures in every hue of people, every nation and race of people, every order of existence, every being. We get what we ask for. And I'm praying that you are asking to walk in the fullness of yourself and that you are doing that which is yours to do in facilitating the clearing, the cleansing, the purification so that you are truly renewed and rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, resurrected, healed and made whole in a direct line of light with your angels, your guides, your guardians, your ancients and your soul that you have lived a successful life and you walked in the integrity of the being that you truly are is absolute and supreme intelligence on behalf of the lineages that you represent to the glory of that which beats your heart and that which breathes you and with the conscious intent to lay foundation for the greater one that have come through us and the ones who've yet you're in tune to the meeting of the innocent